season four darker and denser than its predecessors. What do you think? I agree. This was definitely the most, other than season one, for me, it was the most, the, the most I felt anxious. And I don't love the, when there's shows or movies that makes me on the edge of my seat. I don't love that. But in this one definitely had me feeling like that the whole time. I saw you trying to Google endings. I was. I saw the phone in the corner of my eye, like the glow of the light of the phone. And I I, I remember having that anxiety for you because you don't know what to expect. Exactly like that. I spent the whole yeah. day when it came out Friday trying to avoid spoilers. And then once I start watching the ending part two, I was looking for the spoilers. So I knew what was going to happen. So chapter eight, the last, so so season four, the last two episodes, chapter eight was Papa, chapter nine, the piggyback, and both were really sobering. Nancy and ch chapter eight with Papa had sobering visions, and El passes an important task back in Hawkins. The gang gathers and supplies prepares for battles. Overall, did you think season four lived up to the hype? It did. I, I... Here, it's a little darker than the season prior. I really, really love season three, even though there was some sadness happening in season three. It still had that fun 80s neon colored hype and vibe that I really can watch over and over again. Season four turned to a lot darker, deeper, a lot of kind of mind play happening and psychology that to me, it was almost a little disturbing because it was like it was it was deep. Yeah, I think well, on according to Rotten Tomatoes, this season has the lowest rating of all four seasons, and because it's different, it's just a little more. Listen, dark. low expectations. We talk about that all the time, right? That's I think true. people's expectations for season four were very high, and it was hard to live up to that. Okay. The only thing I didn't enjoy about season four was the fact that. There was a lot of plots going on at the same time, and they were all spread out all over the place the whole season. There was never a point until the very last one, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, until the very end where they kind of all came together. Yeah, you kind of had to take a minute to go, all right, we're back in Russia or we're, you know, back in California and really kind of set your mind and get back to where you like get your surroundings set. Right. What did you think about the length of these shows? The length was awesome. I agree. I love the length. I thought it was great. I love longer form shows. And it gives you, especially when they are they come out in the format in which Netflix releases them, which is kind of all at once, except for the last two. It gives you a chance to binge watch, but not be able to binge watch them all at one time. And it, I like that. I agree. But back to the Rotten Tomato thing. You know how you said it was the lowest? It's still 89%. I know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it was the lowest. Okay. And also, Netflix crashed. I'm going to bring up an article here. When it came out and when it was released, Netflix actually crashed. So people were trying to get on to watch Stranger Things when it was released at midnight, and Netflix went down. Yeah, it's been confirmed. That was the reason. That's how popular this show is. We need more satellites in space. That's true. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't watch it. We didn't watch it at midnight. We kind of waited till Friday night, like it would be a movie for us, and then we watched it. But I thought it was a fantastic thing. I was trying so hard to stay away from anything on social media just so that I could just go into it with just clarity and not really have any expectations. I agree. So there's two things that happen. One, if you're watching this, there's going to be a spoiler ahead, so be aware. Uh, there's one theory I want to talk about, and then there's one thing that actually happened in the show, and we're going to talk about that right now. Okay. So towards the end of the show, spoiler alert ahead, Max confronts Vecna in her uh, trans, right? And then she kind of dies, and then Elle brings her back to life. Weird. Do you think she 
kind of dies. What's that? She dies for a minute. They say that they confirm it on the show. L brings her back to life. But then at the end of the episode, she's in a coma. What do you think happens to Max? First of all, I didn't even realize that that is pretty powerful for for Eleven to be able to bring someone back from the dead like that. Well, I'm going to talk about that in the next slide. Or at least, I mean, she had no heartbeat, right? And she brought her back. So regardless of whether I think she's truly dead. So what was interesting was at the end, she Eleven went to the hospital where Max was was and being treated and Max was in a coma. And then when Eleven, I think, tried to read her thoughts, it was complete darkness. Right. So they confirm in the end of the show, they say she's she was dead for uh, her heart stopped beating for one full minute. That's how Vecna was able to get the fourth death to open up the gate inside of Hawkins. Right. So she's dead, but she's bad. I'm so confused. So she's in a coma at the end of the season four. So Elle Vecna- goes into her thoughts. There's nothing there. Yeah, which is freaky. So That's- we don't really know what's going to end up happening with her until season five, which is a little bit scary. Yeah. A There's a lot bit. of theories going around the internet. I don't know if I want to get into all of them, but there are a lot of theories going around the internet about what happens to Max and how it's related. Okay. Uh, but Kate Bush loves it. <laughs> Life, Kate, life-saving Kate Bush m- music helped Max the entire episode, t- entire, entire season, right? For sure. And it was very, it's become very popular. Our kids love the music. It's just weird. I don't remember Kate Bush when I was growing up. I don't remember it in the 80s. Maybe it was a little ahead of my time. Uh, maybe I was a little too young. Well, there was a meme going around that says it was a meme from Michael Jackson from Back to the Future. And they're talking about Kate Bush and he gives them the guitar and he's like, you know what? You guys, maybe this may be a little bit ahead of your time, but your kids are going to love it. Michael J. Fox, you mean? Michael J. Fox, yeah. What I did I say? I confused when you said Michael J. No, Michael J. Fox, like, sorry. What did I miss? I got my Michaels mixed up. Which is like my two favorites, right? Right. Mixing Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox and Stranger Things. So, perfect. Yeah, they were definitely not ready for that at the time. But I, as sad as I am for Max, which, for, by the way, Sadie Sink is one of my all-time favorite actresses. Like, she has, she's so young and she's exceeded the bar with her skills and just... Her entire just demeanor this episode, this season was so different than what we're used to because she's just like this rough kind of no nonsense girl in season two and three that anything can she's got, you know, and you can throw anything at her and she's good with it. And this season, she's very clearly upset about the death of her stepbrother and she's just going through so much. And she portrayed that fully because even from the looks of it, I remember the first day we saw her on the first episode, I said, wow, she looks different. She looks really different depressed right it was true so anyway that i really really hope that this somehow come back because i don't know if i can continue with season five without her yeah so this is the theory right here this could mean that when max goes into a coma that l would need to go in to find her in her body max is actually dead and though her body remains her spirit is gone max could also become a vessel for vecna given she was his final victim or perhaps Eleven's intervention in her death will lead Max to getting powers from her. <gasps> there are endless possibilities, which is fantastic because when there are endless possibilities, that makes for a great show and a great season for five, which Wait, is said to be the last one. That is the coolest, I think, one. I want to go with the last one where Max has powers from Eleven. That would be, to me, the best. Well, all right. So let's take that into consideration for this next theory that's out there. There's another one. There's another theory that's a whopper. 
Okay. Not the kind of that you get from Burger King. Okay. What a real whopper here. It says okay. there's a theory going around the We're internet. Really corny. Um, was it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, there's a theory going around the internet that one is actually Eleven's father. Um, your father. And if you look at the timeline, like if this, I'm not going to go into it now because it's on TikTok, which I don't know if you can believe TikTok. But if you go onto this video, and we'll link it up in the uh, in the below, it goes into this theory that one is Eleven's father, and it goes into the timeline of when one went to the facility at Hawkins and when Eleven's confirmed mom was at the facility in Hawkins. Uh, and the reason it says that is there's two things that goes on here. One, they were out there at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, at the end of the episode where uh, one kind of kills everybody, he hides Eleven in the closet and doesn't hurt her at all. He wants her to go with him and kind of take over the world, both worlds, and then he also says he sees something in her that reminds him of him when he was younger. Interesting. So the timelines align. The fact that he really liked her more than everybody else and tried to help her more than everybody else and that their powers are very similar seems to make this theory kind of a theory that could live up to, um, you know, the theories of the Internet. I don't know if I like it. I don't really know if I like or want to know who's related to who. Like, I just, I don't know. Well, they don't talk about who, they talk about who oh, Eleven's mom is a lot, but they never mention who her father is. That's true. That is true. Well, right? isn't it assumed that Dr. Brenner is the dad? Well, I don't know. Like, they never say it. They well, say his papa he... and he cares for all the kids equally, but he never, could, like, says, okay, I'm your father. I'm your father. <laughs> it never happens. Can we talk about the ending with Dr. Brenner and how he passed away and how there was like this weird twist for a minute? You're like, oh, wait, are they uh, did 11 Dr. Brenner and Papa patch things up? Wait, no, because he basically held her as he did held her as prisoner all those years that she didn't want. And then and then at the end, she left him on the desert. He said, please tell me you understand. And she didn't answer him. And I was so proud of her. <laughs> I love the fact that throughout this whole thing. Yeah. You other than the main characters, right? You never really know who's the real villain. And, it, and they, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Even the doctor that was with uh, the other doctor who was chained up at the end. Mm -hmm. You never know if he was really good or if he was pretending to be good. So you're talking about Dr. Owens. Yes, Dr. Owens. You never really know if he was good or if he was just kind of pretending to be good. Gotcha. Well, he has... Paul Reiser has this kind of demeanor when he talk when he says his lines to you kind of it can go either way. Yeah, he's a really great performer. And I think that's why he was cast in this role. Like, I think he was perfect for this particular role. So overall, I do think, though, if I say there's one flaw, the, there was a few episodes where it kind of dragged out a little bit. Okay. I think they could have tightened them up a little bit. So I agree. This is a well, I, don't, I don't think this was the best season, but I don't think show. it was the worst. It's a show. It's not a movie. Yeah, but they could have tightened it up. Okay. They could have tightened it up in a few spots where they could have made that two and a half hour ending, maybe two hours. I'm not going to deny myself or ask for any less of Stranger Things. So I, you know, appreciate the times where it did maybe drag out a little bit because then I could actually eat my popcorn and feel like I could chew and not have to focus fully. So <laughs> maybe on another video, we'll rank the seasons. Okay. From our favorite to our least favorite, one through four. Okay. Um, but I think that season four was pretty good. Wait, we can't end this without really quickly talking about one of my favorite all-time characters that happened to be in Murray. Ha Murray's good. Yeah, Murray's great actually, and he foresaw. He's he's the one that said, "What's the worst can happen?" Because because of they were going to leave the kids home while they went to Russia. 
right? <laughs> that he was he's telling to Joyce, like, what's the worst can happen? Right. right? So he kind of jinxed it all. But I have to talk about one of my all time favorite characters. And I'm so sad because I was so mad at the end when Eddie Munson said he based he said, look after the little sheep for me. You know, he was dying when they were in the field and he looks over at Dustin. And he says, Dustin, never change. Never change. Do me a favor. At that moment, I thought to myself, well, he's dying. Well, no, I thought the opposite. I was like, wait, it's too obvious now. You know? Well, it wasn't. He died. Him. He's really. Spoiler. He said, good, I'm going to graduate. I think it's my year, Henderson. I think it's finally my year. I love you, man. I cried so hard because I was so sad. He is one of the best characters in Stranger Things, I think that I didn't know I needed. And the relationship he had with Dustin was awesome. And what I loved even more was the fact that Steve was kind of jealous. It was like this trio happening where, you know, Eddie was the new kind of older best friend to Dustin and spending a lot of time and going to this Hellfire Club. And I, you could see a little bit of jealousy from Steve, even though he didn't want to admit it. Right. I, I Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, there you go. Recap of season four. Uh, next video we'll do on Stranger Things will probably be ranking our favorite seasons one through four. All right. See you on the next one. Bye, everybody.